Praise the Lord. Amen. What an awesome, awesome morning we have today. It's a little dark outside, but it's going to be nice in here. Amen. Let's all stand. Amen. We're going to open our service with prayer. I'm going to give you a few announcements, and then we're going to actually start the service. Amen. Uh, We want to pray uh, specifically, other than for our service here today and for our graduates who were gathered here today to celebrate, uh, but we also want to pray for our our district secretary-treasurer's wife's father uh, passed away. Uh, Sister Herman's father passed away last night. Uh, so we want to pray for them. We also want to remember uh, the Meyer family. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> passed away. And uh, so we want to remember them. I almost have everything written down. <clears throat> Death is never easy, yet it remains a fact of life. Uh, So we want to remember them in this time of grief, mourning, uh, that God would give them comfort, God would give them peace that passes all understanding. Amen. Let's also remember our service, our graduates today. Amen. God has something very special planned for this service. He has something special planned for each and every one of you. That's why you're here today. There are no coincidences in the kingdom of God. Uh, You're here for a reason. Amen. And that reason is a good one. Amen. So let's pray. Let's call out on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. And let's see what He will accomplish in our lives here this morning. Amen. Lord Jesus, You're an awesome God. You're a mighty King. You're a wondrous Savior. We heap glory and honor unto the Most High God. Thank You, Jesus, for Your manifest presence already here. Thank You, Jesus, for Your covenant promises and Your faithfulness to keep them. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Hallelujah, Jesus. We are no fool who puts our hope in You. You have all power. You have all authority. You can do anything You desire. I pray for this service this morning that You administer wondrously, gloriously in this place. We pray for the Meyer family, we pray for the Herman family, that you would send peace that passes all understanding, that you would give comfort in this time of mourning. I pray, God, that your purposes would continue to be perfected, continue to be manifest in those families. Hallelujah, Jesus. We pray for our speaker this morning, that you would minister in and through her the whole counsel of God, anoint her with power and with great authority to present to us your will, your words, your message today. Above all else, Lord, that Your great and mighty name would be glorified in our midst. And all these things we ask in Jesus' name. And we give You glory, and we give You honor. We worship You, and we praise the Almighty today, because that You are worthy of all worship. You're worthy of all praise. Hallelujah, Jesus. We delight ourselves in the Lord our God today. We delight ourselves today in the God of our salvation. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. You can be seated for just a moment this morning. Amen. By way of announcements, please remember June 11th is men's prayer. Uh, Brother Rapids is going to be handling that. Amen. Looking forward to that. Uh, June 18th, we have a men's stakeout. That is in Wisconsin Rapids at 1 p.m. If you're a man, please... Make every effort to be there. It's going to be a fun time of fellowship. I'm looking forward to that. June 19th is our Father's Day offering. Uh, Just give everything you have and we'll call that good. Because fathers are worth it. (laughs) Amen. I'm kidding. Pray about it. See what the Lord would have you to give. June 25th is the church cleaning day. Uh, That's going to start at 8 a.m. We're going to have various activities uh, that we can do. Uh, please come. There's, there's a lot to do. There's a lot to take care of. And many hands make light, light work. Amen. So, uh, we certainly want to welcome our graduates today. 
Uh, we'll, we'll hear more about and from them in a moment. We also have a few visitors that I'd like to uh, thank for being here. Amen. Uh, Sadie Peters. Sadie Peters, I'm sorry. Good grief. Sadie Peters is here. Uh, she's here from Minnesota. Don't hold that against her. We welcome Minnesotans too. Amen. Amen. God can save Minnesotans. <laughs> I'm kidding. We're so thankful that she's here with us this morning. Amen. Uh, we have Logan, and I apologize. Penkalski, thank you. I would have definitely got that wrong. Logan Penkalski and April Hansen with us this morning. Amen. They're from Clintonville. Praise God. Please welcome them. Make sure to get around and, and shake their hand. Praise God. We're so thankful that you're here with us this morning. Amen. We pray a very special blessing upon you. Praise God. Certainly we're thankful for our graduates. Amen. At this time, uh, let's all stand. Sister Becker is going to come and she's going to lead us in worship. So while she's coming, let's lift our hands, our hearts, our voices to the Lord our God one more time. Let's thank Him for all that He has in store for us today. Praise God. Hallelujah.
opportunity to see you in all your glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
to be your hands and feet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you all would remain standing as our graduates come in. Ryan Becker graduated Wisconsin Virtual Learning in Fredonia, Wisconsin. Kyla Becker graduating from Berean Christian School in Galesville, Wisconsin. Miriam Shepherd, graduate of Central High School in La Crosse, Wisconsin, awarded the Vivachi Scholarship, Board of Directors Scholarship, Rotary Club of Lacrosse East Scholarship and the Valpo Fund Alumni Award. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. Um, we are going to hear a few words from our graduates. Um, you could just hold the applause till the end. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm very glad to be graduated from high school and to be done with school, as a lot of people are. Um, a lot of you don't know this, but I struggled with switching from different schools. I've had like maybe five schools I went to in the three years I've spent in online school. So a lot of curriculum changes, which really affected a lot, but with a bit of help, I, I was able to overcome that and get to where I am right now. And obviously, some people may think that online school is pretty easy because I didn't have to go to school, like act in a building, and um, go sit in a bunch of classes all day. Well, it, school is, you know, it's school, so it's still going to be pretty hard. But um, and everyone, you know, loves their homework. Everyone loves to do homework, so. But, uh, yeah, I needed help with some homework, so thanks my parents. They were able to help me with my, my schoolwork and my math, which was the worst thing. But um, also, with a lot of patience and prayer and um, patience, you know, a lot of the patience, it's really, uh, that was loud All right now. And thanks to the Lord, I was able to overcome a lot of the fears and a lot of the doubts that I've had throughout the years, and I was able to graduate, and I was able to accomplish my goals. Thank you.
So one thing that I've learned is about procrastination. I did not prepare for this speech until this morning. So talk about procrastination today. Um, one thing my teachers did tell me is that I need to stop procrastinating because I do that a lot. And uh, I told them, I will, just you wait, just you wait. And they're like, we're, we're waiting. So, yeah, whole school year, procrastinated. I thought it was going to be easy. It was until it wasn't. It was easy when I wasn't doing schoolwork. And then I found out third quarter that we had a bunch of stuff to prepare for, like state competitions and stuff like that. That was not fun. Really busy. So, yeah, I have to do summer school to graduate and stuff like that. But um, from my perspective, sometimes procrastination is not such a bad thing. I mean, if death wasn't procrastinating, I wouldn't be here. So, yeah. But I do want to thank those who helped me get this far. Most importantly, like, I was not an easy person to uh, work with. But those that did help me, helped me. And I thank them for that. I think I came through in the end, I think. Um, but that's up to them to decide. But uh, thanks for listening. Hello. Uh, I'm Miriam, and I graduated from high school. Thank God. <laughs> um, high school hasn't been the easiest, from academic chal challenges to to other challenges, but God has seen me through it all. So, high school is different for everybody. Some people like the academic part, and some people really don't like it. And some people like the extracurricular activities, and some people aren't involved in those at all. Um, but something about high school that's the same for, for everybody is that it's one of the stepping stones that launch us into a different portion of our lives, um, whether we're ready for it or not. Um, the next part that's looming on the horizon for, for us three might seem scary and unfamiliar, but, and I know it's going to be very different than what's behind us now. Um, yet I know I don't have to fear it because the guy who brought me through high school will be with me as I step and start walking towards that new horizon. Um, you will never leave me nor, for, nor forsake me. And no matter what's waiting there ahead for me, I know he will bring me through as long as I trust in him. Amen. He can do anything. He's God. Thank you.
Put God first. Put God first in everything you do. Everything that you think you see in me, everything that I've accomplished, everything that you think I have, and I have a few things. Everything that I have is by the grace of God. Understand that. It's a gift. 40 years ago, March 27th, 1975, it was 40 years ago, uh, just this past March, I was flunking out of college. I had a 1.7 grade point average. I hope none of you can relate. <laughs> I had a 1.7 grade point average. I was sitting in my mother's beauty shop. They still call it beauty shop? What they call it? Yeah, I sit in the beauty parlor. I was sitting in my mother's beauty parlor. And I'm looking in the mirror, and I see behind me this woman under the dryer. And every time she looked up, she, every time I looked up, she was looking at me. She was looking me in the eye. I didn't know who she was, and I said to them, she said, somebody give me a pen, give me a pencil, I have a prophecy. March 27, 1975, she said, boy, you are going to travel the world and speak to millions of people. Now, mind you, I flunked out of college. I'm thinking about joining the army. I didn't know what I was going to do. She's telling me I'm going to travel the world and speak to millions of people. Well, I have traveled the world, and I have spoke to millions of people. But that's but not that's the most not important not thing, the success that I had. The most important thing is that what she taught me and what she told me that day has stayed with me since. I've been protected. I've been direct. I've been correct. I've kept God in my life and he's kept me humble. I didn't always stick with him, but he always stuck with me. So stick with him in everything you do. If you think you want to do what you think I've done, then do what I've done and stick with God. Number two, fail big. That's right. Can you hear me? <laughs> That's a good thing to put God first. I want to say congratulations. You did it. And we are so proud of you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So my scripture for today is, I'm going to start with Philippians 2.13. For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. All of your lives, God has been working in you. You didn't know it. He chose your parents. He chose your schools. He chose your teachers. He chose your friends. He chose the people who would shape you and mentor you and guide you because he has been with you from the beginning. He knew your name before you were born. He knew where you would live. He knew the schools you would go to, and he knows the path that lays ahead. It is God which work, is working in you. So, adulthood. Whoa, we made it, right? <laughs> yeah. So he has been preparing you, and he will help you along the way if you will look to him. When I was at Ladies' Conference, I went to one of the breakout sessions, and it was held by Hannah Billingsley, and some of the points she had to make were so good. She went to a Christian school, and so for her senior year, she was asked to write a dissertation about what she thought her life would look like from then on what she first saw for the future. So she said, well, I want to do God's work. So what better than to be an evangelist wife? Not that she had any commitments yet, but that was her thought, because she wanted to do the kingdom work. 
And she said, if she had given it any thought, if she had had any critical thinking, she would have thought differently. Because when she was in third grade, she had a store on the playground. And she she made $50.25 as a third grader on the playground. When her sister was going to go to youth camp, came to her and said, Hannah, I don't have any money to go to, to camp. I don't know what I'm going to do. Hannah said, no worries. I got you. So she went to her mom's dining room. Her mom and dad were working. She got a bunch of her mom's junk from the dining room on consignment. And she had a yard sale. And it took her all day. But she made enough money so that her sister could go to youth camp. And she would also have money for concessions. One time she went to, to, buy, to youth camp. And she thought, well, I have $10. I'm going to buy $10 worth of candy. And she did. And then she sold it for twice as much. So she came home from camp with more money than she went with. Now me, if that was me and I went to camp with that candy, and I'd see people didn't have money to buy stuff, I'd be giving it away. It, it takes all of us to make a community. So if she had thought about it, she would have realized that she was an entrepreneur. So what is God's kingdom? Psalms 24, 1 says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. It's all his kingdom. It's his kingdom whether you're giving somebody a smile, whether you're opening a door for somebody. It's his kingdom whether you're helping somebody. It's his domain. It's his kingdom. Whatever your, wherever your path will lead you, you will be able to be a part of his kingdom. You will be a worker in his kingdom. It doesn't have to be up here. It doesn't have to be a Sunday school teacher. It can be a helper. It can be somebody that goes out in the community and does the job that you're, you're called to do because those are necessary. So adulting, what does it mean? What is it going to be? Maybe you already know what you want to do. You know, I've worked with many young people, and I had this one uh, manager. Her name was Michelle, and she was going to school. And so one day I said, well, what are you going to school for, Michelle? And she's like, financing. I'm like, oh, does that interest you? And she said, "Uh, no, I hate it. But this is what my family want me to do. This is where the money's going to be. So I said, Michelle, what are you interested in? And she said, I really love English, and I would love to teach English. And I said, well, that's what you need to do. So she was transferred, and I didn't know what she did or what she decided, but she came back to La Crosse to tell me that she had switched her major, and she had decided that she was going to teach English, that that is what God had called her to do. I've worked with, um, when I was at ABLE, they work with disabilities, disability and people with disabilities. I worked with with this one girl, and she was going to college, and she was going to go to college for being a nurse. She had already gotten her CNA license, and she thought, well, this is what I want to do. My mom's a nurse. I want to do this. After a year and a half, she said, you know what? This is not for me. This is not what I want to do. You know, it's not too late. It's not too late ever to change a course. So maybe you know what you want to do, and maybe you don't. So I'm going to ask you a few questions that I want you to think about that may help you to find your path. What do you value? What's valuable to you? Are relationships valuable to you? Are helping other people valuable to you? What do you value? What's beautiful to you? I love the fall colors. Not necessarily the wind and the cold, but I love the fall colors. What do you find beautiful? Butterflies, birds, creating something? What beauty is there for you? 
You need to brag on yourself. You do have abilities. You do have gifts. You are important. You are valuable. You have strengths that I don't have. You need to brag on yourself. If you're athletic, God gave you that ability. If you're creative, God gave you that ability. There are many abilities besides being smart in school. There's much that you have to give to offer. So brag on yourself. Think about your gifts and your abilities. They can lead you down the path that God has chosen for you. What is something that you would like to do throughout your life? It will never be too late. As long as you have breath, you can pursue those goals. You can do what you desire to do. You, you can develop abilities. I wasn't always one that would go out and say hi and greet people. That was not who I was. But God has made me what I was not. And he will make you what you are not so that you can accomplish his purpose and his goal for your life. Now, this is some advice that's coming from an old lady. Be engaged. Be present in the moment. Don't be letting your mind wander. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, be engaged. I've wasted so much time on fear, on thinking ahead. I don't need to do those things. I don't need to be afraid because my Father in Heaven is taking care of me. He knows my tomorrow. I don't need to be thinking about the next step or the next thing. I just need to be present here because he might call on me for a purpose. He might want me to engage with somebody who needs encouragement and be an encourager. You know what? There's a world of hurt out there. We need to encourage. We need to uplift. That's why you have to be engaged. Who needs to be uplifted? Maybe it's a store clerk who's waiting on you and has had a bad day, and they're kind of impatient with you. Maybe they just need a thank you and a smile. You don't know who you will run across who needs you to encourage them, to uplift them. Listen. Slow to speak and quick to hear. Sometimes that's such a hard thing to do. You will learn things if you listen. Sometimes at the checkout, when I'm at the checkout, I learn so much about that checkout person in five minutes. Why? Because they need somebody to talk to. They need somebody to listen to them. You don't know who God will bring across your path that needs what you have, that need to be baptized in Jesus' name, that need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, that needs to know that there is hope and there is a life beyond what they have known. Listen. Linger. Don't be so quick to run out that door. There are times where you just run out the door. Don't do that. Wherever you are, if it's at work, if it's at school, if it's on a campus, wherever you are, linger. Listen for the voice of God. He's going to try to speak to you. He's going to say, you know what, that person needs you today. Can you just give them a, a helping hand? Can you just speak a word of comfort to them? And you know what? I know that you are probably sick of hearing this, but I'm going to say it. Sometimes those devices, they need to be put down and put away. This old lady, when she was growing up, they had phones that were, had wires that were connected to the walls. And you know what? We actually went out and did stuff, and we didn't have a phone to communicate with. So what did we do? Well... You have to kind of speak ahead of time and kind of tell, well, I'm going here and I'm doing this. And, and you know, another thing is they used to have pay phones, those little buildings that were glass. And you'd push open the door and you'd shut it. And, but we got by. Because when you're connected to that, you're not connected to what's going on around you. You need to be aware of what's going on around you. God wants to use you in a mighty way. 
He has been preparing you all this time. So sometimes just put those things away. Be present in the moment. Linger and listen for the voice of God. Lift up your eyes and look around to those who are around you. Be aware because God has, he has a plan for you. He's working in you. He wants to do the work. Challenge yourself. I know it's been a challenge. It's, I loved school, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a challenge. You have not stopped learning. You know, I was pretty mature, but I had a whole lot to learn. And um, it's a learning process all our life. You never stop learning. And it's a good thing. It doesn't have to mean it's book learning. You can learn from other people. You can learn in different ways. And that's another thing. Learn. How do you learn? Are you an audible learner? Are you a visual learner? What is it? Are you textile? Are you kinesthetic? Is that how you learn? Learn these things because it will help you through life. Laugh at yourself. It's okay. It's okay to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Have a little fun with that. It's okay. We have not been perfected yet. Someday, but not yet. And it's okay. And as you grow into adulthood, do the hard things. Challenge yourself. Push yourself. It's not easy, I know. We all struggle with different things. But you can overcome. You can become what God has chosen you to become if you are willing to push yourself a little bit. Now, I wish that I could tell you from here on in, it's going to be a cakewalk. It's going to be a breeze. But Ecclesiastes 3 talks about, for everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under the sun, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up, which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. These things are going to happen in your life. But if you will stand upon the rock, Christ Jesus, if you will look to him, he will guide you. And it will be so much easier to be able to navigate through life. You need to find a mentor, a godly godly man and godly woman to help you through life. And that can be anybody. But they need to be godly. Why do you need a mentor? You need a mentor for balance. You need a mentor for safety. You need a mentor who will tell you the truth. This will bring you joy. So think about who could be your mentors. I've had mentors that were missionaries that didn't even know they were mentors to me. But you do need to find somebody in your life. And it can be more than one. And then you... You need to be a mentor because whether you realize it or not, eyes are looking towards you. There are others that wish that you would come and speak to them, that you would be their mentor. I would like all of our our graduates to come up front and face the audience now, please. Elena, Stephen, and Aiden, will you come up here and help us? Just come up front. Come on. Don't be shy. This is adulting. (laughs) Okay. They're going to each hand you a gift. Don't open it yet. Okay. Pick out a graduate you want to give a gift. Thank you for your help. Okay. Now you can open it up. 
Who knows what it is? It's a compass. You need to know where true north is as you navigate through life. And your true north is Jesus Christ. His word is your compass, your moral compass for walking through life. I want you to look at the congregation right now. Look at those people out there. Every face, you look at them. These are the people that have been praying for you. Some of these people have been praying for you from your birth. These are your people. These people have had your back, and they will continue to have your back. You will never walk alone. Jesus will walk with you, and these people will cover you with prayer, as they have done before. So as you navigate through life, whatever situation or circumstance comes your way, I want you to know that you have people that have your back, and they will never stop praying for you. Because we want you to succeed. We love you. And Jesus loves you. And it's already been said, but I'm going to read it again. Matthew 28:20. 20. Wherever you go, seek him first. Jesus said, teach them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Jesus has given you many commandments. Lo, I am with you always even unto the end of the world. That is his commission, and that is ours. Amen. Let's all stand. We are very proud of these guys, girls. Amen. We are going to pray with them. We're going to pray over them. Uh, Brother DeMuth, if you're available, could you come forward? Bishop, if you can come, please. We want our ministers to come and we're going to pray over him, over them, him, her, and her. Amen. It's It's a huge deal. It's a big step to exit high school and enter the big wide world of seeming limitless possibilities, potential, and trying to settle on an actuality, trying to settle on what God wants to do with me, what God is, is in store for me, is a big, it's a big responsibility, it's a big task. And we want to pray for these graduates that they continue to seek the face of God. They continue to seek after God for His will, His direction, because that's what's always best for us. God's design from the very beginning was that we experience our very best. That's God's plan for us. And we can't do that, though, unless we're in His will. If we want to do things our way, do the things that we want to do, then well, then we're on our own. Uh, but if we stay in God's will and God's plan, that's the very best life for us. Amen. So, uh, our ministers are going to pray for them. Uh, if you could just extend a hand toward them and pray for them. Amen. Really pray that God would touch them, that God would lead and direct them. Amen.
Amen. There is no greater task for us than to seek the will of God and accomplish it. That's our primary responsibility in this life. We need to follow after the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. We've got to. We've got to. Amen. We're so proud of you guys. Each and every one of you. Amen. And what Sister Rudy said is absolutely true. We are here for you. If you need help, you need counsel, you need encouragement, you need a little swift kick, amen, we can give you that too. (laughs) But in love, always in love, amen, amen. Before we dismiss, uh, my wife has some gifts to pass out. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Can we all lift our hands to the Lord our God and thank Him? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for speaking with us this morning, for ministering unto us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your great and desperate love that you have demonstrated, that you do demonstrate each and every day to us, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Help us, I pray, to seek You first. Help us, Lord, to put You first in everything, every area of our lives, that we would hold nothing back from You, because You held nothing back from us. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Give us a burden and a passion and a zeal for the things of God, I pray, for truth, for light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. What an awesome God we serve. He is our King. He's our Lord, our God, our Savior, our Redeemer. He is the one who loves us completely. 
Amen. We are so privileged today to be in His presence. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we're about to dismiss and pray over the food. We have some refreshments. Uh, that we'll get the grill started here in just a second. Uh, but before we do, I want to take a quick moment to thank everyone that was involved in our service today. Uh, there were a lot of people involved. Uh, Sister Rudy for speaking. Thank you so much for ministering the Word of God to us. Uh, Sister DeMuth, she organized everything. My wife, Sister Becker, and everybody that was involved. Thank you so very much. I just, I just came in today and did what I was told to do. It was, uh, it was, it was kind of nice. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. So thank you so much for organizing that. Amen. We're going to pray over the food. I hope everyone can stay. I hope everyone can stay for a little while. We're going to have some games, some time, uh, some food, time of fellowship. Amen. Lord Jesus, you're an awesome God. Thank you for everything that we've received here this morning thus far. You are a true and faithful God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I am so thankful for you. You're so great salvation. I pray that you would bless this food that we're about to receive. Bless the hands that provided it. Bless this time of fellowship, I pray. I pray that you'd bless our graduates. That you would continue to bless them. That you would continue to lead and guide them. For the rest of their lives, that they would seek you first in everything that they do. Let your name be glorified in this time, Lord, we pray. And all of these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.